welcome to the Mark Steering Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, considering helping getting the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating, interview on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Leonard Cohen. If you don't become the ocean, you'll be seasick every day. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 178. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on a beautiful March day here from my home in St. Paul, Minnesota. Copper the Wonder Golden is staring out the window watching the Bobcats beeping around, still out plowing snow today. Not for more snow to come or to clear the roads, but to prevent flooding. Great. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. You know it was a good show when regular Dave stayed a bit too long and had to be driven home by the musician. Friday, played a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. Seems like everyone was out and about for National Women's Day and the impending Saturday storm approaching. Super fun audience and favorite cover song of the evening was The Chair by George Strait. Saturday, played a solo show at Eagle Lounge in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. Besides hitting a turkey in my new Jeep while plowing through huge snowdrifts, rushing my parents' dog to the vet, having my bass player cancel on me, and arriving to the show in a huge Ford diesel truck driven by my buddy Andrew, who still had a huge dyed white Santa Claus beard from Christmas, it was a typical and super fun night playing with my friends in Poco. Always an adventure. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, March 13th, 2019. I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, March 14th, I'll be playing a duo show at Beedale Club in Roseville, Minnesota from 6 to 9 p.m. Friday, March 15th, I'll be playing a duo show at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota from 5 to 8 p.m. Saturday, March 16th, I'll be playing a duo show at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Sunday, March 17th, St. Patty's Day, I'll be playing a duo show at Gabe's by the Park in St. Paul, Minnesota from 1 to 4 p.m. Guest this week. It's part one of three with Brian Layton and Patrick Tanner of the legendary Minnesota band G.B. Layton. We talk Hallelujah and other cover songs, the new tune One Night, and more. Enjoy the conversation.
That would be the book. I don't know how to be a rock star. Nice. I like it. So you should start collecting whenever you have an idea that you can flesh out yes. later or not. Yes, yeah. definitely. Nice. Hey, welcome to the Mark Steering Music Podcast, everybody. We're here at Bread Sound Studios in St. Louis Park, Minnesota with GB Layton, Brian Layton, and Patrick Tanner talking about their new record, Second Chance. Brian's looking for ideas about the book he's going to write, the auto, the autobiography. <laughs> and what was the one you just read off? Wh- which one? The one you just said. I don't know how to be a rock star. I don't know how to be a rock star. Yeah. Um, Patrick, you. I just was just downstairs. You have a whole like wall of books about rocks, about musicians and things. What's your favorite title of a autobiography from a rock star? I don't. They're they're all pretty lame, actually. <laughs> they have that in common, and uh, uh, I think the oh, probably uh, the most redundant one would be Greg Allman's uh, "I'm No Angel." It's like I know that because you already titled an album that, so that's no nothing new. Uh, <laughs> you want to call yours Matlands too, Brian? No, no, <laughs> no. It's how to. I don't know how to be a rock star. That's a, that's what it is. So. Why don't you? What what is what don't you know how to do to be a, to not be a rock star? Because this like this just gave me anxiety today. You know, really? Yeah, waking up knowing I have to do this today is gives me anxiety and. That's the opposite of a guy who steps on a stage and can, you know, sing. That's what I, 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 I walk around my house all day. I can't sit still, you know. I want to be on a stage. I want to be singing. I want to be moving. And uh, so this stuff just kind of just it feeds into my mind like okay what am i going to talk about what am i going to say what if i say the right thing and do the right thing or this and right you know whatever so these things get on my mind so <clears throat> that's why i was talking to him uh Lonnie on the way over and uh said i don't know how to be a rock star but then i said then again i am Sitting in my truck with a driver. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty rock star. Yeah, that's kind of rock star. Just wake up at 11 and, uh, you know, <laughs> so that's kind of rock star. But, you know, I don't know. It's just I, 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 that, that whole persona of the, you know, that just that. I don't know. It's, You've done a lot of TV stuff and radio. Didn't you used to sit on like my talk and with the with? Oh, sorry about that. I owe everybody a beer. It's, it awesome. That's what Stone Cold Steve Austin says on his show. If a phone goes off, awesome. You owe people a beer next time you see You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms. Talk about John three sixteen. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. 
I've gone on as a guest on K-Fan and stuff, but yeah, it gives me the same anxiety. Really? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I know what to do when, uh, when I'm in front of my band. I know what to do uh, when I'm outside of that, and, and it's just, I don't know. It's my, my real true personality comes out, I think. You know, I'm, I'm a shy guy. I'm an introvert. I'd rather be at home than out, uh, you know. Uh, it's just the way I am. Huh. Yeah, when I do these shows, I don't think anything of it at all. Because you think about classic rock star guys that, like, on YouTube, you'd watch, like, Bob Dylan or somebody on on uh, an interview or Springsteen or something like that, and they're so well-spoken, and they just seem to be talking off the cuff, and, and you wonder if they sweat it, too, all the media stuff. Yeah, I think, well, Dylan, you know, I was thinking about him today, and you wonder what, like, he, he even knows if what he's got, you know? Like, he's, like, can you imagine his life? Like, he just says, I want to go to the Caribbean. And someone will set it up, and the money's there. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, he's not writing a check, I don't think, is he? I don't know. I mean, some... How do you get that big? That's, I don't, that's I don't crazy. Know, he's well, a, I he's mean, like a modern-day Mozart, I'd consider. Oh, him. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but how do you get that oh, big this. and still save some for yourself? And I think he's done well in not granting a bunch of interviews and staying far away from the paparazzi that he doesn't end up in those situations. Yeah. But know? yet his songs are being played on TV every day on uh, commercials. They're using... Uh, that new uh, that new commercial is using times they are changing, yep. you know. Really? Yeah, I and, heard that one. Yeah, so I mean, he's getting royalties all over the world, he, and he deserves it, man. Any great song ever written, if you want to guess who wrote it, just guess Bob Dylan, because you're probably ninety percent. I never discovered that "Make You Feel My Love" one. I don't know how many yeah. weddings I've played that at. I was thinking of you guys the other day. So, I'd, like lately, everyone's requesting "Hallelujah," Leonard Cohen. Yeah, you've been doing that for years. Yeah, even before the like the got popular. Why did it get popular again? Was it Shrek um, or something like that? No, I I think it was like Jeff Buckley was like an a, the the new kid. You know that yeah. he good looking kid and but a lot of kids do and, uh, know that from Shrek. It's from uh, do Shrek, they really? Is it? Yes, that people know of. It's old Leonard Cohen tune. I, it is. I, you know that album when that came out. The Cohen album came out in '85, and he went to number one in Norway. Yeah, and but he couldn't get a deal in America at the yeah. same time. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Why'd you start covering it? Just the Jeff Buckley's version? Uh, because of Jeff Buckley's version, and um. I had to play a song at a funeral for Dan O'Gara's father. <laughs> really? Yeah. And uh, he said, what song could you play? And I said, there's a song called Hallelujah. And he's like, can I hear it? And I said, do you have the movie Shrek? 
Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her. <laughs> and he said, Are you fucking kidding me? And I said, Dan, no, I'm not. Do you have the movie Shrek? He's like, Yeah. Go through it, find Hallelujah, and listen to it, and let me know if that song's all right. And uh, he called me back. He goes, perfect. I said, okay, cool. I'll do a version of it myself. So uh, that's how I kind of started it, and then I got the band to kind of do it with me. And it's a beautiful song, and we recorded it on a New Year's Eve album, and... uh, just because people are asking for it all the time. But now people have it, so they think it's mine or whatever, you know, so they think I'm going to play it every night. But I get asked that a lot, to play that that song. Yeah. So people, like, I have friends, like, their kids sing it in church like that. And when I was reading an interview on Leonard Cohen, I don't think it's churchy at all, like, from his view, is it? It's just some artsy... He said he spent, like, weeks writing it. But I'm not sure what it's even about. Do you know what it's about? I kind of do. It's It's... it's the you know I was at a at a wedding that actually that I played this at this song they wanted me to play it at and the and the priest um, talked about it uh, the song and the song's about cracks in life and how the only way we grow is when those cracks come and we fill them in and that's what the hallelujah is about because we need those cracks in life. We need to suffer a little bit because that's when we grow. That's when we, those cracks get filled in, when we grow and we get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so that's what hallelujah is about, is, is saying hallelujah to all these things in life that are kind of bad or kind of cracked me or, you know, when he's sitting there and having a fight with his daughter at the kitchen table and, and you know, this and that. Well, that's a hallelujah. She's still alive. She's still here. We're still growing. Now we're growing and we're, we have a crack, but now we can fill this crack in. Hallelujah. We can fill this crack in. So huh. that's kind of where I got from that song, you know, and it's beautiful, you know, and I don't know if Leonard Cohen, you know, ever uh, thought of that or what his idea of it was. I don't know, but that's my idea of it is a, is a, is a praising of the cracks that we get in life because that's how we grow, you know. I'm a pro wrestling fan, so when I listen to it, I think, like, who's the lady naked on the roof he's singing about? <laughs> you know, I saw her bathing on the roof. Is that, do you sing that line? Yeah, but I don't see her. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> well, everything is connected, though. Yeah. You know, like like you just said, you know, it's like you have religion, yes. You got faith, but, you know, sex and everyday life and God and all that stuff belongs to the same thing. Yeah. Everything's connected. Yeah, everything is. And when something breaks... It's not necessarily the end of uh, anything, you know. It's that's where we fill it in. That's the hallelujah part. We fill in those breaks, and that's how we grow. You know, you learn once. You know, you learn lessons throughout life, and you you learn not to do stuff again. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> touching the hot stove. You know, hallelujah. 
Like, Wonder, why do they have know. it at all the funerals for all the rock stars that pass away? Just because it's an acceptable kind of churchy song you sing at a rock funeral? I sang it at my dad's funeral. You did? Yeah. Per, as per his request. You know, so I mean, that only goes. My dad was not a music guy, but that's how universal the song I bet is. That was pretty. I love your voice. <sighs> how long Thanks, ago Brian. was that? Because so you, you did that one album for him too, didn't that? That the what was it, your cancer record? And JJ was on it. Whatever. Oh, Quills. No. Um, full out of shut off. That one. Right. Always knew the right thing to do. Jesus tried. I know you did too. Was that about him? No, that was about my mom. Your mother. I remember it was one of the uh, two, yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, my dad never bought a record in his life, but he knew that song, you know, and he loved that song. And, and uh, you know, to have one of those is just incredible. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. So, well, talk, talk, like, so, how often do you guys incorporate a new cover in your set list? Um, and what would it have to meet to make it into your? Because I, I learn new covers literally all the time. Yeah, I know. We're like, we're like, I like to because it like kind of builds my references up when I do my own songwriting and stuff. Like, I, I'll pick just something stupid, even Whitney Houston or like Todd Rundgren or just anything, just to kind of learn some new chords and shit. Well, but how do you guys go about inter- like putting a new cover in your set? Yeah, I, I usually try and find the covers from my repertoire of how I grew up and what I listened to. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's the age group of my fan base is around the same as me. So they know that stuff, you know, when we play like in excess. Never tear us apart. Nice. Yeah. But we found, you know, we 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 tried the Bangles once. Which uh, Bangles one? The Prince song, uh, "Manic Monday." Oh my God! You know, it's just a great tune. You know, six o'clock this morning, I was just in the middle of a dream. Dude, those girls must have gone nuts when they heard you do that. Well, I don't know. We only played it once, I think. Did we? They come and they go. Yeah. <laughs> some some of them stay around for a long time, and somebody some just make a brief appearance. Yes. But I you know. played we that Marshall that Crenshaw going. song. A Which one? Bit. You played a Marshall Marshall Crenshaw Marshall, song. Marshall, yeah, someday, some way. That's a that's a good song. Someday, some way, uh-huh. someday, some way. Yeah. Nice. I think you learn cool hooks by doing that stuff. You know? Oh, certainly. Yeah, yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with playing, uh, giving a tribute to you know somebody who's made a hit song. Are you kidding me? You yeah. know, I've had I've had bands in Minnesota that have played my songs, you know? I think I've played your songs. Yeah, though there you go, see? I mean, then it's that's a tribute. That's a cool thing, you know? I mean, so by no means. I, I think, you know, when I started, you know, when I was like 20% original, 80% covers, 
the covers I chose were the ones that I chose to kind of be in the same realm as to what I want to be. Yeah. So you, you pick your Springsteen, your Mellencamp, your Tom Petty, uh, you know, those songs and say, okay, now we're going to play one of my originals. And so then people kind of get the idea that, oh, okay, this guy wants to be kind of this genre of music or whatever, yeah. you know. So I remember the first song I saw you play, I was a little kid. And I came to one of your shows, and the first song you guys played that was the greatest thing was Van Halen's Jump. Oh. Do you remember you used to cover that? That was like rocks or something, right? The band with Chaput and it stuff. It was you. I mean, it was your band. Yeah, but that was high school, I think. Or, <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was high school. That wasn't GB Layton. That, that, that wasn't GB before when you were doing Jump? Yeah. Was that at Turtle Lake? No, it was up in, it was in the cities here to bar somewhere. Oh. Nah, that was a, that was a rocks, I think. R O X X. Yeah. Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> So has PT talked into doing a sweet cover band yet on the side no. on Tuesdays? No. The VFW? No. He hasn't even given me an album or anything yet to listen to, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> sweet. Um, so how about what's the, what's some stuff you guys got going on besides the CD stuff, like coming up, like this fall, fall and summer and things like that? Well, hoping you know, do another trip. Um, thinking in May here to the end of May, uh, getting out acoustically again. That's that's all I can really do. Traveling right now is acoustic, and uh, getting how down. are those going? They they go really well. And, you know, to get the new CD out there, I think that's going to be the big step to to the next wave of getting the whole band down to, you know, to that loop, trying to do a loop all the way down south to Texas over to Arizona and then back up through Colorado and Nebraska and back home again. And if I can keep doing that loop acoustically, sell some albums out there, uh then get the band to start going. So Do you bring your dog with on those trips? No. Cuz I, I get date, somebody to I watch me. dream dog. about doing something like that. Yeah, like hopping in the car and with the dog and driving like Texas and playing acoustic and just move on like a Clint Eastwood or Steve McLean movie or yeah, something. Yeah, my like that. dog's 105 pounds and he's getting old. <laughs> yeah. He uh sheds a lot and so uh, no, he's not going if I had a dog someday that was like a little little guy that, you know, Springer yeah. Spaniel or something like that or whatever. Like little Winston right little there. Little Winston. What's your favorite state to play besides here? Where it goes over the best? The favorite st- uh Iowa's really good for us. Des Moines and Okaboji, both strong places for us to play. Um uh, yeah, Des Moines, Woolies. Uh, if we get out towards um, 
what, what Mill Creek in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. If we get out towards that way, we have a good following out there. Fargo is not a bad following for us up there. Duluth, anything up north, the Virginia, Hoyt Lakes, all that stuff is good for us to get up there and play those places. That's awesome. So you guys, are you guys playing Okoboji this summer too? Yeah, we got Okoboji coming up in May. There. Huh? You play full band or acoustic over we there? We play full band there. That's where the tour would start. Uh, we would play full band at uh, Okaboji, and then I would take off south, and the band would go back home. <laughs> I wish we could take the band with me, but it's just like I can't afford it, you know? And Can't take Smokey with to drive you or something? Yeah, I'll get somebody to drive in the band. There you go. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we'll wrap up this episode and do a next episode and talking about just the album and stuff. But to end this one, um, actually, let's do so do a story behind the song segment. So I'm just going to pick a song off the album. If you guys mind just telling a little bit about it, and then uh, I'll play it at the end of this episode. One of my favorite ones I listened to uh, off the album, the new album, uh, Second Chances, One Night. I love that song. So what's the story behind that song? It's super catchy and super cool. So that's, what's the story behind that one? I'd love to play it at the end of this episode. That's uh, That just came to me, a, a melody in my head, and it was one of those that I, uh, <laughs> I random I always do is put it in my phone and uh, record it into my phone, and I sent my phone recording to Patrick and... We kind of sat down with it and figured it out, but it's just—it's a fun song. It's about a one-night stand. It's about a guy begging a girl. Come Is it on, hate the word one night. You're gonna hate one night. One night you're gonna hate. Come on, just give me <laughs> one night. You're gonna hate it. You make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. But one night you're gonna hate. One night. Come on. <laughs> but then he goes on, you know, in the song, and he says, "Who knows." It might be some kind of sin. Who knows? Maybe you'll want it again. Who knows? <laughs> you know, maybe what you need around. Who knows? Maybe I'll just let you down, you know? So it goes back into that. But no, it's a fun song. And the crowd likes it. It's a good dance tune and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So you have all the other band guys do all the vocal harmony. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And Mike, our sound guy, he's absolutely goes nuts when when we play that song because he's like oh he makes it sound so good then the ending he is loves all it. the big blend on the when the vocals at the end yeah we don't do the ending exactly like uh the album uh, we do it a live version kind of ending okay. but yeah it's close to it yeah so is this song a work of fiction or no <laughs> <laughs> yes any, any uh, uh recording tricks during that one patrick um no tricks, really. I mean, it all began. You had the riff, and the riff is so strong, and so everything is built around the riff that yeah. you hear at the top of the song. That's what you come back to all the time. So it's just a matter of and fleshing that out. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Those, oh, oh, oh. yeah. That background part. Yeah. That, so I had that, and uh, just, yeah, I wanted to build it, you know, build it vocally. Kinda. Yeah, I, it's awesome. Yeah, I've been listening to that. That's one, probably one of my favorite ones off the, the new record. And selfishly, during our band shows at break, I always play like a big mix of like Minnesota music songs. I'm like my favorites cool. over the years or whatever. And so, But I'm really fussy about it. Like I'll talk to my band guys about it and drive like what fits. So there's two GB ones. There's probably like whatever. The two GB songs that are on there are Ain't Nothing Better's on that. 
And then the other one is um, With Nothing is my other oh, favorite one I have on there, yeah, too. Right on. Um, so, but this is another candidate to be on our break yeah, list. Very good. <laughs> Let's do it. Anyway, all right. Patrick Tanner, Brian Layton of the band GB Layton, celebrating their record Second Chance. We're here at Bread Sound Studio in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. Please tune in for part two. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. <laughs>